0: welcome back to another all new all different aim for the bushes i'm your podcast person pavlo also known as jpav also known as pav also known as Pavi. and with me today are fellow podcast people dexter and alex hey folks so that was dexter then alex if you are following at home and today, I like household names oh, now. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. They've been <laughs> on a, no, a, a number of episodes. So we are happy to have you guys back. And today's episode, if you do not read the title or description, shame on you. No, it's okay. Uh, we're talking about The Lion King and its remake that came out in 2019. Ooh. So we're going to be getting into that what works, what doesn't work, why we like it or why we hate it. If anyone here hates it, I don't know yet. We haven't done the episode, so stay tuned to find out. But right before we get into that, our non-legal legal disclaimer, which is simply that we are expressing our opinions today about the Lion King and that if you agree or disagree, that is completely okay. You are free to make that choice. We do not have the ultimate truth, nor are we saying that our opinions are the correct, the only correct opinions. Not yet. Not yet. Later on. <laughs> after you hear them. Just you
1: wait. <laughs> I make my contract with some otherworldly entity and it's over for you. Host. Oh,
0: damn. Oh, damn. He's coming for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, with that out of the way, let's get into uh today's topic the Lion King. So, does anyone want to start specifically or. Uh,
1: no. I don't I know. Why don't you lead us in, Pab? Why don't you okay. lead us yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: let's do it We're fearless now. leader fearless leader okay so for this remake i watched it recently and i didn't have much hope for it just <laughs> just on the fact that yeah well one it's a remake and remakes are generally Same. hard to pull off and like to 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 do them well there's a couple of examples that i've mentioned previously um in uh, in other episodes one being the thing I don't know if you guys ever seen John Carpenter's yeah, the thing. the
2: thing. Also, The Fly.
0: The Fly, too. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen The Fly in a long time, but definitely like the thing by John Carpenter. Like vast, vast improvement over the you know. I think I think it was the fifties. Yeah, it was kind of like B B movie, not that B movie, but a B B movie. <laughs> you know, so
1: not to be confused with the modern classic. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's possible to do remakes well, but. Difficult, difficult to to do it, and so just looking at the um the animation because when it was announced, it was announced as being like a live action version of the Lion King of the 1994 animated Disney film,
1: which is just objectively untrue, right? Well, yeah, There's because
0: nothing... it, it's just it's animated, but another form of animation, not traditional 2D hand drawn animation. It's CGI made to look photorealistic, like the yeah, backgrounds, like a, the animals.
2: That was a marketing mistake.
0: Yeah.
1: Although I would have paid money to watch physical lions try and sing, oh, if
2: like, oh, I, I meant
1: like like people like cat style.
0: Oh. oh, or like the musical.
1: Oh man. Oh, now you've got me thinking about that.
0: Oh <laughs> God. Ooh. Oh, it Terrible. does have a leg up on cats. Let's just say that because uh, let's not even get into cats. Oh my God, we're not about this yet. Oh man, that's another topic for another day. That's probably like three different topics. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, so watching it. I, like I said, I didn't have high hopes because already just looking at it, I was like, this is going to be a problem because one, how they um, kind of um, positioned the animation. And then two, just looking at it, like all you need to see is trailers or commercials or whatever. And you can kind of see like problems with it already with that chosen animation style or aesthetic in that uh, you're not even going to get like the... The emotional range that animation can give you because you can exaggerate facial features a lot more easily even than uh, just a normal human face. But with this kind of face that facial features that they gave the, the, the animals, they just look boring and like dull and like uninteresting. Even though the visuals did look pretty good in terms of like.
2: Yeah, it's a beautiful just, movie.
0: Just just the CGI itself. Like it doesn't look like a rubbery or anything like that. So it still looks pretty good on like, I guess, a technical level. But on an emotional level, I'm like, mm, I don't have high hopes. I was just going to say, I think that's the
1: virtue of like making CGI realistic animals still have ex- like still have the kind of dialogue and emotional range that either animation or like humans mm-hmm. would have to do right because some um, animals faces aren't like, made that. For like that yeah. exactly like even a dog like can sort of do emotion with it you can convey it right but they've developed that over years and years of evolution I right they have like kind of like eyebrows and shit. Yeah. which is like i don't know it's hard to do with that kind of thing it's it's hard to make and especially like like i'm sure you'll get into this but like the tone and uh content uh, and message of like the original versus like what it's doing now yeah it's hard to maintain that kind of thing with this kind of animation style i find
0: that's a good point there and we will be touching on some of the the dialogue and tone of the film uh and emotional range of the film a bit later on but uh and then the other thing from just looking at the film before even watching it is uh, again in the in, in the vein as the uh, of the aesthetic is that it fo- kind of follows like the gritty reboot that uh, the the realistic approach where everything is kind of dark given that it's supposed to mimic realism there and so we have an episode that if you want to go back dear listener to listen to me and Christian talk about the gritty reboot in more detail go back and listen to that episode but uh, yeah so when I watched it yeah so all those things I had there that I mentioned <laughs> and then story wise <laughs> it was a letdown
1: story
0: wise it was a sound. letdown yeah no 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 it was no it was no good so the visual like i said you could already tell like from just looking at promotional material advertisers, trailers whatever but watching it the the story like i don't it just got all muddled down in terms of like its tone and its comedy like to me nothing really worked in the film (laughs) harsh well compared to the original if this was on its own i guess it would be okay but it's a remake so you naturally you have to compare it
2: yeah and 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 like it in some ways is trying to be a shot for shot remake which really opens you up Mm. for like direct comparisons
0: Yes, it does have a lot of similar scenes. One scene, well, there, there's two particular uh, scenes. One I'm going to talk about a bit later once we get to like the climax of the film, which to me, uh, the, new, the new film changed the overall like theme and message and the character motivation that kind of brings us to our climax of the film. But before that, watching uh, the, the remake, and then I kind of went back and looked at a few scenes from the original. And one one of these surprised me because obviously you're gonna change some of the dialogue because you don't want it to be word for word the same thing. But in doing that, you kinda change like some of the intentions and some of the like structure because the original film, like watching it, is really like poignant. It's really straight to straight to it, you know? It's like okay, dialogue, dialogue, we're going somewhere. This one kind of meanders yeah. a little bit more. And it's a
2: really efficient movie, the original one. Yeah, exactly. Because like one of the little things I did to like prepare for this, I checked the runtimes of the two movies and the oh, original my... one is 88 minutes. Oh, okay. which is like that's really nothing. bare bones, like feature length. Usually that's whereas, a sign
0: that it's bad when it's like yeah, less than 90 minutes.
2: Whereas the, this new version is like, I think it's just over two hours. It's like two hours and some minutes. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. And, and I find yeah. watching this movie, you notice yeah. those like 10 or 15 minutes difference. Mm. Um cuz like I saw this movie in the theaters when it came out and I did not like it. Fair. Like I I didn't like it. Um and so then I wanted to rewatch it to prepare to like come here today and discuss it. Yeah. Um but I was dreading it all day and I couldn't bring myself to rewatch it. <laughs> so I ended up um watching it with the audio commentary. Oh. By John Favreau. Okay. Oh. Um, honestly, that was a really good experience. Okay. I'm mean, sure. Really interesting Like, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's just because like I mean, I'll get into the things I dislike about the movie, sure. but like a lot of the things I dislike um are like gone by the second half of the movie. And that mixed with just listening to John Favreau talk about how much he loves making this movie for two hours. I really enjoyed the whole second half of this movie hmm. on my rewatch yesterday with the audio commentary.
0: Do you- did you it must, watch it, it on must Disney? Been good to have, oh, like, go ahead, Alex. No, please, Pavel. Go for it. I was just gonna say, did you have it? Did you watch it on uh, on Disney Plus?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. On Disney Plus, there's an audio commentary, and there's like a little um behind the scenes like 20 minute featurette about like the technology behind the movie, which was also really interesting. I watched that too.
1: That's super cool. I was gonna say that like it must be I don't know like that's a very obviously it's a very different experience getting like the person who made its commentary on it. Like, did you get really any insight as to like the decisions that were made oh, in the yeah. film from Pavro? Oh, yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because he talked a lot about like he clearly like really likes and appreciates the original movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he was saying how like he wanted to like keep the memorable scenes the same. You know, like obviously the scene where Mufasa dies and big moments like that. He wants to keep them the same, and the smaller scenes that are less memorable he would change. But I find like listening to the whole thing, he would talk about things like that, and it'd be like I'd be thinking. Like you should be more bold. You should do more changes. Like I feel like he just he had an idea of like the technology to make this movie, and then he just chose a random movie to make it with. Yeah. You know, mm, yeah. Because like, 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 to, just for your listeners to know who John Favreau is, he he's a film director and actor. Yeah. Um, and he directed like his his recent stuff. I find he's really been like a modern James Cameron, where he just does technology movies as opposed to like. Plot movies or character movies. Yeah. So he did the Jungle Book, he did Lion King, and now he's doing the Mandalorian. And all three of those are like technological marvels and tend to be kind of weak on story, I find. Mm,
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. That's really interesting.
2: He also did Elf, in case people don't know that, which is an amazing (laughs) movie. Probably his best movie.
1: This is before he started doing things with the better tech.
2: (laughs) Actually, actually. Elf has some pretty fascinating technology in it. It has some pretty cool stuff going on.
0: Oh, okay. Like the North
2: Pole stuff is actually pretty interesting. But that's a different topic.
0: Different topic. Yeah. Coming back to the Lion King. (laughs) Although I do like the side tangent because longtime listeners know we love a good tangent. (laughs) We Um, love a good tangent. So one of the early scenes that I had seen was uh, when it's uh, Simba uh, and Mufasa and kind of like Mufasa is like explaining to him, to Simba you know his role one day that he's going to take over as king right you know the scene where it's like everything the light touches is our kingdom everything you know
1: everything the light touches
0: <laughs>
1: James right? Earl Jones best Earl Jones impressions go <laughs>
0: <laughs> your father never told you what happened <laughs> oh, no sorry obi-wan no, never that was told good, you dude. <laughs> oh man
2: speaking of james Earl jones they're yeah. making a sequel to coming to america yeah they are yes, you know I that i yeah. saw the trailer for yeah, that yeah, yeah it got man. pushed back
0: i think actually
2: i watched the trailer and i was like oh no this looks good yeah it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't
1: look good <laughs>
0: does, have yeah. you seen the original it's kind of uh yeah oh yeah so, i mean i haven't i haven't watched it so since i was like
1: a teenager but
0: I saw, i'm sure it does a hold couple up. years ago and i was oh man there's, like, a scene where Eddie Murphy's character is getting fucking, like, bathed in, like, this giant hot tub, and he has, like, two royal assistants. And what do they say? Like, one of them, it's, this is something you can only get away with in the 80s, man. The girl, like, goes down on him, and then she comes back up, and she's, like, the royal pole is clean or something, whatever. <laughs> I forget what she says exactly. I'm just like, okay. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how that works. <laughs>
1: Eddie Murphy had too much power in the eighties. Oh uh, yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, <laughs> but so yes,
1: Bob, the scene. <laughs>
0: the, the scene. scene. Getting, Getting the back to the scene. Me, yes, everything the light touches, right? So eventually, right. Zazu comes to kind of give him like an update of like what's going on yes, and does. stuff. And in because like I hadn't seen the animation in a while, right? So I saw the remake first, like more recently, and then so that scene happens, and then eventually. Uh, in this case, he's voiced by John Oliver, and he starts like reporting on stuff, and then he starts oh, yeah, giving yeah. his like, I guess, like opinion on like the different animals and, and what they're doing and all that stuff. And he kind of gets lost in, in in his thoughts, and he's, while well, he's talking out loud, and then eventually Simba and Mufasa are like, "Okay, I'm going to give you like an impromptu like pouncing lesson, right?" And that's like, "Okay, get down low to the ground," and then Zazu keeps you know meandering away mindlessly, and then eventually. Simba kind of comes and pounces on him, right? Okay, cool. Comparison to, to, to the 94, 1994 uh, original. That scene, that, that happens, right? Zazu comes in and he starts giving his opinion, but different. Mufasa's like, okay, we're going to do a pouncing lesson, right? And he's like, turn around, Zazu. And Zazu's oh, yeah, like,
2: right. Yes. No.
0: he's like, oh, this is so humiliating, right? And then that's when he teaches, you know. So it's like a small thing where it's like, this is direct, intentional. This is what we're doing. I'll teach you how, and I'm king, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm king. So, like, (laughs) this is why we should bring back monarchy so you can tell people what to do, right? (laughs) But in this case, it's like, it happened. I guess you could argue it happened. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Definitely, you know, what is it? Uh, God save the queen. In this scene, I guess you could you could argue it happens more naturally, but then you have to believe that Zazu is just like absent-minded completely for for this to work because he's taken yeah. by surprise. So, but it, to me, it takes away from the intention of the characters and of the action.
2: Yeah, I, I find with this movie is that it tries so hard to stick to the original one, and then when it does change, I find didn't think through the changes. Yeah. Because, I, I, again, like, listening to the commentary, um, Favreau said that, like, with the, like, comedic characters in particular, he would let them do a lot of improvising. Yes. Because they, they, they shot this, like, it's actually really cool how they shot this, because they, they would do rehearsals, like, live rehearsals, with the actors, and, and they would just get, like, kind of a little, like, stage and let them play through it to to test out the characters and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, And, uh, like, with the to me the characters like like uh uh Keegan Michael Key and uh Eric Andre play two of the hyenas. The hyenas they let yeah. them like walk around and riff with each other and stuff. And like I find there's a lot of riffing in this movie, and some of it is funny, but I find a lot of it takes away from character, you mm-hmm. know? Like especially with like Timon and Pumbaa, Like, I genuinely find um Billy Eichner fucking hilarious in this movie as Timon. But his character, I find it feels like he cares less about. Pumbaa and Simba compared to in the original film, where they felt more like a family, and in this one, I find he's a little too mean to them. Who's Simba's times. too mean? No, um, Timon. 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 Okay. Yeah. Even though he's really funny at the same time, or or that same thing with like Zazu rambling. Like John Oliver's really funny, but like doesn't need to ramble that much.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. Going back to to uh, Timon and Pumbaa for a second. Yeah, that's one of the things I remember reading about around the time that the movie came. Everyone was raving about. Uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner as their Timon and Pumbaa saying they're hilarious. And I remember reading articles saying that, yeah, a lot of our dialogue, like, was improv. And I'm like, that's cool in terms of, like, an acting level, acting experience. Like, yeah, that's definitely what you want to do. You kind of want to, like, explore the character, kind of push it, you know, push yourself, you know, and experiment, try new things. Sure. Um, that's what the director's for, to kind of, like, keep that in balance, keep that in check to kind of ultimately serve the the film and so when i went back and i watched timon and pumbaa from the original film i found them funnier just because their dialogue and their jokes were a lot tighter instead of relying on a lot of quippiness like like a like a marvel film where everyone's saying like little little lines here and there
1: little one-liners yeah going
0: back and forth a little bit which which can be funny and it has its place but when it's just constant it's, it's 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 too much
2: and when you have, like, seven different quippy sidekicks in a movie, like, like Lion King, you know, like, the hyenas do it, Zazu does it, Timon, Timon and, Pumbaa and Pumbaa do yeah. it, like, you don't need that many sidekicks. Like, it, somehow it worked in the original one, but it didn't work here, I find.
0: Well, it, I think it worked in the original one, because, like I said, it, the dialogue was tight and focused, so when they did their bits, whether it's the hyenas, whether it's Zazu, whether it's Timon and Pumbaa, it was, like, direct and with intent you know Mm. it wasn't like so it it served the scene and it served the movie overall it wasn't just oh we're just going to keep rambling on and on and on and on and on you know i was just about to say that yeah
1: like thinking about the i'm thinking about the hyenas and like specifically the hyenas in the in the 1994 one like Whoopi goldberg and I don't remember the other actors for it, but like whenever they came up and did their it's, funny stuff, uh, Cheech, it was also Cheech, Marin. yeah. Cheech Marinus, right? Cheech Marinus. Is there, I forgot. Cheech Marin. It always served like to, it didn't really forward whatever scene it was in, but it was in conjunction with whatever the thing was, right? Like scars what? I've seen, or like the thing with where they're trapped them in the elephant graveyard. Yeah. Dexter. That's a thing I have a lot to say about. The elephant graveyard? No, it's oh. the hyenas.
0: The hyenas, okay. Like, like Ooh. if we're,
2: yeah, if we're going to stay on character for a moment, I do not like the hyenas in this movie compared to the original one. And I do not like Scar in this movie compared to the original one. Mm. I find, like, I find, for me, Scar is the weakest link in this movie in what, like, makes it worse than the original. Because I find, like, original Scar is, like, he's funny and likable and he's, like, an outcast. Yeah. And this Scar is just, like, oh, this guy's the villain. This guy's evil. Because, like, in the original, he tricks people, right? He tricks he tricks the lions when he kills Mufasa and he tricks Simba into going out to the elephant graveyard. But like this guy is like, no, this guy's clearly a psychopath (laughs) and he's just yelling evil stuff at everybody. Why do you think for a second that he's not a bad guy? Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, he's just so generically evil. And I find they added scenes with him throughout the movie, but by adding scenes, they somehow like took away from his character. They have they have like this little like subplot with him being in love with Sarabi, yeah. Simba's mother. And it's Whoa. so like who cares? That's like that's such a like I like I gather that they did that for Hamlet reasons. Yeah. But it's like it that's it that's on the nose. It's like that that can't be his only motivation. His motivation before was like power and being an outcast. Now it's just he likes his brother's wife. Like Yeah, cuz he so, thought
0: like he could do a better job basically like in the original yeah. and like speaking of why uh certain, like the other characters w- would believe him is because yeah, he's like more sly and like conniving, but he could also yeah. be like likable. Well, he, he was like a that. charming Shakespearean yeah, exactly. kind yeah, of
1: like, Iago esque character. Right. Yeah, like, And then, and then tying that
2: to the hyenas, like all the hyenas, funny scenes were with Scar and they built the relationship between Scar and the hyenas. That you get payoff for when he betrays them at the end, exactly. You don't get that in this one because, like, Shenzi is is Shenzi's the the leader hyena, hyena, yeah. She's she's Whoopi Goldberg in the original, and she's funny, and she has a dynamic with the other two hyenas and with Scar. Mm -hmm. And in this one, she's just kind of like again generically evil. Yeah, it's like it. Like, I don't really feel like it's a victory when she turns on scar because it's like no well, i think yeah. she, she's kind of worse like yeah. she's kind of more psychopathic
0: yeah one and, example and, there uh scar um like in the original film which i don't think the scene is in the newer one but i could be wrong you let me know dexter since you saw the film more recently than i did uh when when simba finds out about the elephant graveyard in the original film. Uh, Scar is kind of like, oh, I got something like to tell you, but like you can't tell anyone. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like he's like the cool uncle. Yeah, exactly. Like there's this place that you can go to, and but it's our secret, so like I don't want you to go there. Don't like you know, because like I Mm -hmm. want anything bad to happen to you, right? And Simba doesn't pick up on this like obvious sarcasm, and obviously by telling him not to go, he's gonna go, and that's what leads him to go to Nala and say, hey, I just heard about this cool place yeah
2: exactly it's like it makes sense you'd be tricked by that guy because he's charming like yeah i yeah mean, and
0: yeah. you're kind of uh, like also, a, yeah. Sorry, go ahead
2: his song in this movie is weak as piss what the be Does prepared actually have a song i thought they took yeah, out be prepared be prepared no be prepared they know the songs into, like, are there it's like a monologue over music yeah like compared to like this amazing i mean i i guess i'm biased because i really like Scar Be, prepared. That that is Be, Be prepared, prepared is amazing, but Be prepared is hilarious, and it's like huge and epic yeah. in this one. And again, it's like charming. It's like him like seducing the hyenas. He's like, yeah, no, no, I'll give you guys everything you want. In this movie, it's just him on some wet gray rocks yelling evil stuff about <laughs> murders and yeah. stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. You're the bad guy. Like I, I, I could tell because they drew you like a bad guy
0: yeah so uh oh did you have something you want to add alex god
1: no (laughs) that's such a shame (laughs) (laughs) i really liked uh i was gonna say i i I also really liked uh be prepared like i think like i don't know the chart like definitely like the fact that they took out the charm from scar is a huge shame but like in terms of like the song especially right like that was such Mm -hmm. a a a a show off of a character right when you have a musical right the songs yeah. should should develop the character and show them what they are to the audience, right? Yep. And a good villain song, like, really yeah. makes yeah, it. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah. oh, God, yeah. Ursula's song in, in Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, all, all of the all of the classic Disney villains, they all had a great song, and all the classic Dilly, Disney villains are, like, they're these larger-than-life, fun yeah. characters that you kind of like. Like, Hades from Hercules is the best part of that movie. Like, so he's the sure. best thing in that movie incredibly mediocre movie right yeah yeah i feel like they they didn't he doesn't feel like a disney villain he just feels like a generic oh yeah this guy he wants power copy paste evil kill you, everyone yeah uh
0: one thing that you touched on there which i guess we can transition to is uh the yeah the environments that we find uh in this film uh, given the fact that it's done in this uh computer yeah. animated uh realistic or gearing towards realism, uh, aesthetic, uh, design, or however you want to, however you want to label it. And so one thing I noticed definitely going back to the 94, uh, animation is in fact how much you notice the, the lack of color in, in this newer, Mm. in this remake, like everything is kind of has like, I mean, there is color obviously, but everything has a dull gray cast to it yeah, and it definitely falls in with like that gritty reboot batman begins like aesthetic where everything is kind of like dark and gray even if it's like broad daylight in a grassy field like you just don't have those like colors that come in to like different scenes so like when they're in the elephant graveyard it's just kind of like all dark and gray and muddy whereas when they're in the original you have all like these kind of like warm color palettes yeah
2: you have this, this like bubbling yeah, green the, yeah like textures stuff.
0: the scene even when you're talking about um be prepared Yeah, you got a lot of different colors in there a lot of different textures in there you got a lot of shadow play you know it it it, it, it uses all these elements to kind of like enhance what the characters are saying or enhance the plot whereas in the in the 2019 remake it's it's kind of like one note yeah
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. I think there's like a real disconnect between like the story and like the kind of like the the heightened drama. Cause like, you know, like it's no secret that Lion King pulls from like Hamlet, right? Which is like, it's like high Shakespeare stuff with Kings and shit. But then like, I don't know, in the audio commentary, John Favreau always talks about how he wants to really commit to a naturalistic documentary feel for the movie, which is cool. And he successfully does that. Yeah. I just don't think that, fits with the genre, like the genre of lion king like and it looks great if this was like a fake documentary about lions i'd be like wow that's amazing that looks like a real lion
1: yeah like looking at the pictures online uh it looks really cool honestly it looks like super realistic it looks like i don't know i I thought it was really nice uh but i was like i was reading an article i at the same time as so i was doing this but you don't have to tell anybody That's okay. uh, <laughs> that like and, and i think was really cover, really like covers what we were just talking about right like uh i'm mean, gonna read the, the actual quote from it favours movie fails to grapple with how, how the unreality of the studio's lush 2d artwork unlocked kids imaginations and made it so fun to suspend disbelief the digital wizardry denies our minds the pernition the need to dream yeah which i think really hits it right
0: yeah one place i noticed yep. it on like right away was uh i just can't wait to be king right that that musical yes. number yes
1: it's when, super surreal
0: it, the, yeah uh, it's super perfectly. surreal you get like in the animation you get um or the animated film you you, you get like all like uh was it kind of like a pyramid of like animals all standing on top mm-hmm. of each other and like kind of like a, a fountain you know being displayed like all the elephants yeah. you know like shoot water out their trunks and yeah you have it's the like, flamingos it's, it's like- It's like a little
2: Fantasia moment of the movie. It's true. Right? It's
0: something that obviously makes no sense because, you know, animals are not organized themselves in that way, but it's fine (laughs) because lions don't fucking sing about wanting to be king. (laughs) You know?
1: You heard it here, folks, first. (laughs) (laughs) I messed that up, too.
0: But it works, though, with the context of the film because, you know, obviously it's going to be geared towards, like, a younger audience. It's colorful. It's playful. It fits into the theme of of a young Simba talking about how he's going to be able to, you know, make people do what he wants. Because, you know, when you're a kid, that's what you want to do. You want to boss people around.
2: That said, I have two moments like that I could defend from this movie where I think they take advantage of the documentary feel. Sure. And it works. One of them is like, it's just it's like it's a it's an added scene, which I think actually kind of worked as an added scene where we see Nala like sneak away from from the 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 what's it called Pride Rock?
0: Yeah.
2: Right where Scar's ruling it right before she goes to find Simba. I thought that scene worked well because like it was shot like a documentary and there's like no dialogue in the scene either. It's just kind of Nala like sneaking around the rock trying to hide from try, trying to hide from Scar and I thought that worked well because that's something you would actually see in a documentary. You'd see a lion sneaking around another lion like it's hunting or something. So I thought that looked well, looked good. And the other one is there's the sequence where you like follow this like tuft of fur that goes from, that flies off of Simba's mane. Oh, to you Follow it, Yeah, and you follow it kind of like, you know, it, it, like, I don't know, I don't remember, but like it gets like, a bird picks it up and puts it in a nest and then giraffe eats the nest and then then like a dung beetle rolls the giraffe's poop and then like yeah, the tuft flies off to Rafiki. I thought that was a really good sequence and I was like they should have done more stuff like this like mm. you're going for a documentary feel make it like a documentary then don't make a shot for shot remake and put it through documentary lens like it's not gonna work
1: yeah the thing I, th- I keep thinking about as we're talking about this is like the idea of adaptation right mm-hmm. and like what that really means like you can adapt the text whole. Uh, I'm, I've only encountered I've only really done adaptation in terms of like literary text right like you can adapt it you know the same kind of thing applies to movies you can attack adapt a text wholesale or you can like change it you know into a way that still services it right but you can't half-ass it right Mm -hmm. like if you're and i think i think you just you you really just said it dex like if you're if they wanted to do it like a documentary style they should have committed to that the whole time right having something kind of it feels a little wishy-washy to have it like be a shot for shot thing like why didn't they just change the whole thing at that point like I get what I get what Fabro was trying to do right it's like you get this kind of un, at least to me it seems kind of like you get this uncanny feeling of like oh this is something this is like an, a, a cultural artifact that I know and I like and especially for viewers who are looking at it like we are who are in our 20s who are like yeah, watched was- it as kids right like it's like this is a cultural artifact for us and it feels like this is a bastardization of that because I don't know you didn't commit to what you wanted to do with it mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah, he didn't I commit know. in either direction yeah yeah, yeah.
0: right because i think that would have they would have had to rethink the film like completely if they mm-hmm. were gonna you know commit 100 percent to
2: yeah i, I think they shot themselves it. in
0: the foot yeah.
2: like from pitch
0: yeah you yeah. know
2: from like let's do lion king but it's like a uh, but it's like a nature documentary like just that's a bad pitch
0: like, got if Freeman's that's your pitch, if it. that's
2: the pitch that you locked into, you did a great job because you did exactly that. But it, I don't know if that's a good pitch.
0: Yeah.
1: I wanted to ask you guys since yeah. you, I, I, I'll go on the record and say I haven't seen the remake. Okay. I've categorically disavowed Disney <laughs> as capitalist cash grabs on a
2: There's some good ones like Aladdin and- works because Aladdin doesn't do what this did it like it commits to what it is It yeah. like is like i'm gonna change change the story and i'm gonna commit to my changes
1: yeah the only the only scene i want to i want to ask you guys about is the can you feel the love tonight scene do we get these sexy lions i want to know if nala's bedroom eyes works
2: <laughs> uh no that no moment doesn't, that moment Damn doesn't it. work <laughs> i do really like that sequence though because the song is really good because it's beyonce and and donald glover singing it <sighs> and
1: Oh yeah. they're both
2: good singers and i find the sequence is fine because they're not because they're not singing it right like it's not it's not like uh i just can't wait to be king where the where the lions are singing the song and this one it's just kind of like in the original movie too the song yeah, it's played, like a, and like a yeah. Yeah. of it so I, I found that kind of worked okay. better than some of the other ones
1: what about kokuna matata the whole when simba goes off i into... like i like
2: that part too i like that whole that whole section of the movie actually the whole part where he's with timon and poomba i kind of like um hmm. And and they add so they add a couple of scenes of Nala like Nala and Simba's mom back home with Scar, some of which work, some of which are dumb.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things I read about the film in terms of like critical reviews of it, saying that the 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 female characters had a little bit more agency. That
2: that said, I feel like this is heresy to say on the internet, mm-hmm. but I find Beyonce does not give a good performance in this movie. No. I find she's Ooh. really phoning it in. She's like. I feel like they got her for like an hour to do everything <laughs> they had. And she was like, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll just read your, read your stupid script. All right. Yeah, sure. All right. Now pay me a million dollars. Beyonce
0: is not an actor though. So that <laughs> I, makes sense. I, I, she's
2: really not. Uh,
0: what did oh I read? Goodness. I read some, I can't remember what movie it was. They wanted Beyonce for something. And she was like, I'll only do the part if I don't have to audition. And they were like, we're good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Did
1: you do a better, better or worse performance than when she did gold member? in austin powers <laughs> worse
0: probably worse
1: oh definitely <laughs> worse she's okay in that she's i like that i okay like a lot that. in that she's
0: not she's not an actor <laughs> no she's
2: not end she, of the day yeah
0: she she, she she's what, a spectacular singer but uh, it does not translate to acting
2: actually yeah like like uh, I, I find that's the only bad uh casting choice though i find the rest of the cast is pretty solid
0: uh speaking of the cast, one thing I did want to mention, I feel like at least in terms of like reception, like uh, I don't know about necessarily critical, but at least like uh to the public uh a a, a big deal of, of this film was made of its casting because it featured a primarily black cast, which I don't have a problem with in case that's where you think I'm going. <laughs> but I feel like more of it was like hey, look, we have an all black cast. We have Beyonce. We have uh Donald. Yeah, I, yeah. if you, if like, mm. black,
2: black people like Beyonce, right? We, uh, yeah. we we got her for you guys. You know, <laughs> you guys like rappers? Yo, we, we, we got we got Charles Gambino, we yeah. got Chance the Rapper. You, you like those ones, right? Yeah, we Who have... does Chance play? Oh, he just has some like <laughs> big characters.
0: There's uh-huh. uh you know yeah, you mentioned before Eric Andre and uh, Keegan Michael Key. Right. So it's just like, oh, yeah, we have all. And I felt like, OK, they're leaning really hard into this. But at the end of the day, I don't think it serves the movie I mean, any different because it's not it's not a particularly good film. So I don't see well, and, and, it as, and, a, as a bonus or as a positive.
2: I mean, I assume they did it because it takes place in Africa and they wanted to do the Black Panther thing. But like.
0: But Black Panther was a good movie, <laughs>
2: yeah Black right? a good movie. Like, that is the difference that <laughs> gets that's the end of my sentence well if the film <laughs> is good
0: that makes a difference man like if you're gonna boast about who's in the cast or who makes up the cast or who the writer oh, was or man. who the director was at the end of the day it has to be a good film if it's not a good film yeah. what's the it's point it's a good
1: marketing tool um and disney's not disney has always done this right like they've always advertised yeah. their big name voice actors uh to like you know when Robin Williams played the genie, mm-hmm. right? That was a huge selling point to those movies.
0: To so the was to the detriment for, of Robin Williams. Yes. Because he sadly. did not want to be uh promoted. He don't want to be used as a promotional vehicle. Yeah, I watched a whole video a on film. that
2: was great. Yeah. Great yeah Lindsay Ellis has a good video on that. Exactly. That's exactly the yeah. one that I watched.
0: I did see that. Uh but I did read that before. That's why he's not liking the the second one, although it's a direct to video uh film The Second Aladdin. But anyways, oh, Yeah.
2: Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: they get Dan Castellaneta, who is the voice of Homer Simpson, And the Genie.
2: A TV show
1: too. That brings you break bring up an interesting point. Have like, right.
0: yeah. If like,
1: do you th- like? Okay, thinking about this film in terms of like its advertising and stuff. Do you think it was like overhyped, and then like the hype of it made it more disappointing? Or did, do you think from the get-go people knew that this was going to be kind of like? Uh, well, I'm not. I feel like.
0: Okay, I, go ahead. go ahead, Dexter.
2: I feel like when the first trailer came out, everybody got hyped. When it was just like, they showed the opening sequence and they showed all the names. People were like, oh, I like the idea of that. Lion King with these people? Cool.
0: I mean, I guess there was hype around. Like, I wasn't hyped for it because it's a remake. Yeah. I've seen other Disney remakes that are like live like- action. I was not impressed myself, nor did I hear much like critical acclaim. Uh, around those other films that came out like you know you had beauty and the beast uh you know a, a big deal for that film was about you know the the gay-ish character <sighs> for gaston yeah
2: <laughs> or something gaston gay-ish yes that's the right word gay-ish yeah
0: because i think it was like i didn't see it because again i have no interest in it but it was, i think it was something i was like hinted at kind of
2: and it's mostly played for jokes
0: yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then, and then you know we talked about like the Jungle Book, although again different type of CGI, different type of animation.
1: I did like the I like, like jungle the Jungle
0: Book. book. I, I the jungle enjoyed book the film. Like, but... um,
2: the the oh yeah, I mean like I I appreciate I don't know man I I appreciate the Jungle Book. I appreciate the Lion King because without either of those we wouldn't get the Mandalorian. Yeah. And the Mandalorian like just the I I don't know if people know about this, but I talk about it all the time because it's amazing. But yeah. the way that they shoot that that series is like they have this like sound stage yeah. that's just sc- like wall to wall screens yeah and they shoot everything what like yeah it's wall to wall screens and they shoot everything It's basically vr but it's like a whole room and they use a game engine so they have like live rendering so you Whoa. have like like so if, if if like the camera operator moves the camera the whole room will shift with the camera hmm right and so, and so you have like genuine interactive light, right? So you can build any environment, right? Like everything in that show, or almost, is shot on that stage. It's just like that's, one room. It's oh, so like, when you, have like the, when you have like the desert on Tatooine, that's all just like PG. a render. Yeah. And oh, it okay. looks flawless in that show.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I did, I, I saw an article about The Mandalorian concerning yeah. what you're talking about, but I didn't actually read it, but it did talk about, how uh this method of of like uh green screen if you want to call it that
2: yeah it's like it, it,
0: so good that it doesn't it, it look like
2: like it basically solves the problem of green screen yeah. right because with the green screen you can switch stuff out behind you but doesn't but look like, it doesn't match right because yeah. you, mm-hmm. you need to recreate your, the lighting of whatever you're projecting on the green screen onto your actors right yeah. to make it look like it fits yeah you don't have to do that with this because the lighting is already there, right? You can just like make a sunrise happen if you if you need a sunrise. Yeah. That's
1: so cool.
2: It's so cool. If you're interested, go on Disney Plus. There's like a behind the scenes um mini series about the Mandalorian. Watch the episode uh, uh about the technology. It's fascinating. It's fast it's the coolest thing ever. And we wouldn't have that if it weren't for John Favreau making Lion King first. Yeah. So <laughs> I appreciate Lion King's existence in that way.
1: No, you got to stumble before you can run.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 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 Like he started the technology on Jungle Book and I think he like he did it well there, but like he perfected it with Mandalorian. So that's the value. That's the true value of Lion King 2019.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is what comes later down the line. Yeah,
2: it's it's the contribution it made to to visual effects.
0: No, that's fair.
2: I mean, away, I do honestly. like
0: Mandalorian. I mean, I guess we're going to have an episode somewhere down the line about Mandalorian because although I do like its uh, technical achievements, uh, there's a lot of uh, things plot wise, story wise that kind of have me rolling my eyes. Although I do enjoy the show.
2: Yeah,
0: it's a little too easy in Mandalorian. No, one, no one's cool. ever in danger ever, you know. Yeah but that's Save that's, for, the
1: episode, that's huh? for another Save day for i'm just giving a little Don't teaser there
0: you know little little teaser there uh yeah so okay coming back to the lion king so we talked about the cast um like i said i felt like it kind of was t- leaning too much into that also too much into uh seth rogan and billy eichner i'm not saying they're terrible in the film but i just think like again, their their banter, their dialogue, their scenes I don't, don't serve to strengthen. Fault. No, it's not I their
2: think fault. Seth Rogen did good work. Yeah. It's just they needed somebody more responsible to like curate the performances that they that they did.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it doesn't like us ultimately service the film. Yeah. In in a better way than what we saw in that actual film. Like I'm not saying they were horrible, as Timon and Pumba. They were fine. It's just that, like I said, when I compared it to the original film, the original like Timon and Pumbaa, their jokes, their gags, whatever, it it had purpose, it had structure, it had intent, and we're on to the next thing. And speaking on to the next thing, unless anyone else has anything uh, concerning casting, no. uh, other than how Beyonce is not the best choice, but it's okay, <laughs> she's, she's, not known, <laughs> she's not known, she's not known yeah. as an actor, so it's all good
2: but it's not even a bad performance. It just, it seems like she doesn't want to be there.
0: No. Yeah. It's just not strong. It's like, it's like mediocre. So it's okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. So we'll get to the big, at least for me, the big thing, the biggest issue I had was the most pivotal scene in the film where Simba is kind of like, kind of, I guess at a crossroads. He doesn't know what to do. He just had come into contact with Nala He's like, yo, come live here. Uh, you know, we got grubs. Hakuna. Which look really
2: good. They look really <laughs> like I find they did a good job of making it look like the cartoon yeah. without making it look disgusting.
0: Yeah.
1: They didn't just have re- photorealistic bugs. They did, but they they like, I find like they let
2: themselves be cartoony for a little moment there. Ooh. You know?
0: So Some tasty real bugs. Nala tells him, come back, like everyone's going to be one excited to see you because we all thought you died or you, you know, because you disappeared all, all those years ago. And we could really use your help because, you know, things aren't too hot right now back home. And Simba's all like, nah, I don't know. I can't really go back there. And then he runs into Rafiki. And Rafiki tells him that, hey, I know where your father is, right? He's still alive. And so he he leads him to, like, the river or lake, whatever that is. Not Probably river. And, you know, he tells him, look down there. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Right.
0: And then Simba looks and he sees.
2: Remember who you are.
0: (laughs) He sees his reflection and then Rafiki, although the dialogue changes. In the original, he says, look harder. And then in the newer one, he says, look closer. And then, yeah, he kind of sees a reflection. His reflection turned to his father's. And then you have the clouds come in. And he kind of has this grand vision of his dad telling him he has to remember who you are. But they changed it, though. They changed this scene. And to me, they changed like, the theme and what motivates Simba to go back. Because in the original film, uh, some quotes that I have here from what Mufasa's ghost tells uh, Simba is, uh, you've forgotten who you are, and so you've forgotten me. And then, uh,
2: Can you do this as James Earl Jones, please? Yes, please. <laughs>
1: I was just about to ask that. Okay,
0: okay. You have forgotten who you are, and so you've forgotten me. And then Simba replies, no, how could I? And then uh, Mufasa says, you are more than what you've become, right? So he's saying, like, you know, the life that you're living, like, okay, fine, but, like, you have a past, you have a history, you can do more with yourself, you know? Because right now Simba's like, I mean, yes, he's running away from his past. He's running away from his responsibilities. But in the meantime, he's become mediocre.
2: He's, he's bumming around like a frat bro.
0: Yeah. And so he, what Mufasa reminds him is like, you can, you can be so much more. You can be so much better. And also you have a responsibility to take your role as king back mm-hmm. in Pride Rock. And then that's kind of like what motivates him to go back Cause that's how he's going to remember his father like that's how his father is always with him by taking his place he kind of like quote unquote becomes him and his his dialogue with rafiki after right like rafiki uh hits him in the head with a stick and he's like why did you do that for? it doesn't matter it's in the past yeah. right and then simba says the yeah can He says, uh, yeah, like, it still hurts, though. And he's like, yes, the past can hurt. But there's two things you can do about it. You can either run from it or learn from it, right? And then he swings a stick at him again. And Simba, this time, ducks. And Rafiki's (laughs) like, ah, you see? You can do it, right? So that's when Simba decides, okay, I'm not not running anymore. I'm going to go back and do what I have to do. I know what I have to do now. And this new one... He still says, you know, you must remember, right? That line is still there. But he tells him, because Simba in the new film, in the remake, says, like, basically, I'm not the who I once was. Like, I can't go back there. And then Mufasa says, as king, I was most proud of one thing, having you as my son. Right? And it's like um okay like i never got the impression yeah, that simba's kind of issue was he he thought his father wasn't proud of him or he thought his father didn't believe in him
2: yeah well his, his, his problem is actually kind of the opposite is yeah. that he doesn't mm. consider what his father thinks of him anymore
0: yeah exactly because he's been running from his past but because the, 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 i guess they wanted to update the line so it's not exactly the same but it took away from the impact of that scene because now yeah. I'm like simba's like i'm gonna go back because my dad is proud of me but that was never (laughs) his problem is we didn't go pass through the whole first half of the film thinking like simba can't get the respect of his his dad
2: yeah i i find that's a big difference between the two movies is the first movie is very clear about its theme like that scene with Rafiki and simba is like they spell it out for you like they explain it like verbatim yeah but like in this one i find it gets it's really muddy what the theme is because they add a scene with Timon and Pumbaa where they talk about like the meaning of life and stuff, kind of like the circle of life. And Timon makes a joke that it's not a circle, it's a line. Yeah. You live and then you die. But like they make him make kind of convincing points. And I find the whole (laughs) movie is kind of like, because the original movie, the theme is the opposite of Hakuna Matata, even though that's the most popular song. The theme is the opposite. Exactly. In this movie, they're like, people really like that song. So let's like, say like there's some points to that song sometimes you do want to take a break and sometimes you want to go you know fulfill your destiny become king yeah you can do both but when you do that it's like okay yeah that is an interesting point to make about life but the story you're telling isn't saying that
1: you know
0: no yeah definitely become it becomes confused and muddy because yeah you have these two conflicting points now that both in in terms of the story both can't be true You can't go fulfill your destiny and then, you know, go akuna Matata. Like, those points don't reconcile each other. Yeah. So that was my ultimate takeaway. Not takeaway. That was my ultimate, like, thing that, like, upset me about the film. Because I was just like, you've just ruined the entire point of the movie. To me, anyways. Because that was the pivotal thing. Because that's what makes Simba go back, confront Scar. And that's what allows the healing process to begin. And that's what, you know, gets rid of the hyenas. And obviously once they're done battling Scar and Scar gets killed, you know, you have the rain comes down and we have the regeneration of life, right? We kind of have a flash forward and we see, okay, the pride lands are lush, you know, with, with, uh, life again and with plants, with animals and the cycle again, uh, the circle of life is restarting at this point. We're coming back to, Uh, because you could argue under scar there was like a death period this would be the circle in keeping with the theme of the circle of life you have a death period or a Mm. downtime, and now we're on the upswing again so we're coming back to that uh, as we end the film which kind of uh, i forget what the name of this literary device is but it ends the same way it begins right
1: book ends metaphor
0: well it's definitely <laughs> a metaphor i don't know if bookends is the no, is the term no, but i
1: know that i know those i know, this, I know word there's for like the a specific word
0: for that head. where it's like you end and begin the same way because then we have the uh you know the song circle of life comes back in we have the new mm-hmm. baby simba born you know <laughs> held up right it's um uh, oh wait, wait,
2: no she she has a name it, it's from the the sequel
0: uh, i don't oh, remember the sequel. yeah I don't remember her name. I know either. of them, but I I never.
2: Honestly, it's pretty good them. as far as Disney sequels it's go. It's it's, it's like <laughs> it, actually, yeah. Unlike most Disney sequels, yeah. it's a movie. Okay. So,
1: I was just thinking something yes. like, um, I don't know. You made a really. I I agree with. I I think I think what you're saying is totally valid. About, um, how it changed like the message of the the film, right? Um, I was thinking that like you know when you're updating a, a movie mm-hmm. like to make it you know 20 years later or, or whatever amount of time is right like you know the whatever whenever you're making a film it kind of it might reflect you know the, mm-hmm. the time that you're in right like and maybe maybe this is up maybe this message and i'm wondering whether this change was intentional or not like to update it with the time right like now that we're in the 2010s or whatever or in 2019 like oh, you can have, like, you know, this this reflects society or whatever, right? Like, we can have responsibilities, but also we need to take our breaks, right? Like, and I don't know, what does that say, right? As far as, like, or but do you, I, I don't, I don't I, think
0: it makes that strong of a point,
1: Yeah, it it doesn't
0: have a clear
2: thematic statement. To
0: reflect Hmm. societal changes or what's true to the current society at the time that the film was made. To me, it's not a strong enough choice to even say it's reflecting of values in the 2010s or in 2019 specifically. I can't look at that film and be like, yeah, that's how people thought in 2019. Hmm. To me, it was it's a weak choice. To me, it was just like we need to ch- kind of change it, but we don't really know how to change it, so we'll just kind of make yeah. some kind of well, change. Well,
2: like, again, I find it's kind of like they made changes, but they didn't think them through. I feel like they accidentally changed the, the point of the movie. I feel like it wasn't right. an intentional choice. I feel like it was just kind of like they tweaked dialogue and then nobody was like, you realize that that doesn't say the same thing as what the original one says, you know? it's right. not just changing it's not just synonyms it's
0: like yeah so yeah going back to what dexter had mentioned before about uh listening to the director commentary and john favreau saying oh, i wanted to approach it as like a nature doc i think if they had reworked the film entirely to work as a nature doc then maybe their thematic statement would have been something different and mm-hmm. although it may be different from the original film uh it would still be a strong thematic statement and so i may still disagree i may say i like this better from this film but then i can say I know what they're going for here, whereas the film as is presented now, I am just unclear of what it is they're trying to say, which is why I'm upset they made the change in the first place.
1: Yeah, I can see that's, and it's 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 a really it's a disservice at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like I wish you know somebody had just gone over it and been like, wait a second, <laughs> this ain't yeah. right.
2: Well, I, I feel like I feel like again, I feel this because like I don't know, I I like John Favreau, but I feel like he didn't really care. I feel like he was really like. He was Mm. there to be like, how good can we make this fake water look? The answer is amazing. The fake water, like shout out to the water in this movie. It's some of the best looking water water I've seen in my life. (laughs) And I feel like that was his priority and he succeeded there. I feel like he kind of like he was like, oh, I I hired funny actors. So they'll carry the comedy scenes. So I don't have to worry about that too much. So I'll let them improvise it. And then that means I don't have to like Mm. rewrite the jokes because like you know, jokes are something that you want to update. For a modern movie. Like that's something that usually doesn't age super well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I totally understand why you would update the jokes and hire like different kinds of comedy actors to take those roles. Like I I I think Zazu is really good. I think um John Oliver Zazu is really good and does well and fits the movie pretty well. But like I feel like John Favreau wasn't like looking over his shoulder to make sure that like he was doing that. I feel like John Oliver just happened to say the right jokes uh, maybe it's just my sensibilities but
1: mm. no okay. and, like when you're thinking more technical like that like it's easy to let your script and kind of sc- cut fall through yeah. the crack
2: right yeah exactly it's the same thing as as james cameron with avatar you know it's a beautiful movie again shout out to the cgi water in avatar <laughs> but like it's a weak script we're shouting out a lot of water in this episode
0: <laughs> hey man water is life
2: I mean, again, shout out James Cameron and his CGI water. Shout out to Titanic. Great CGI water. True!
0: (laughs) He had the water down pat like a long time ago.
2: Yeah, That was the big thing on uh, James Cameron's CGI water (laughs) until Jon Favreau.
0: So I guess last point, at least I'm going to bring up uh, uh, and if uh, you guys have something else after this, no worries. The one thing I will say that I did like and that I do think is an improvement over the original? Is the soundtrack the music? Yeah, the music yeah. I really enjoyed, uh, especially the Circle of Life. That was very good because I, I think they got like um, I yeah, don't know where they they're got, from, but uh, they got
2: a lot of they got. Uh, well, I mean, they got Hans Zimmer to come back. He did the music for the original, yeah, and he did the music for this, yeah. Hmm. So I, I I I agree. I did like the music a lot.
0: But like the choir, I think for the circle of life, I think they're actually like from. Uh, I think somewhere from Africa, I'm not sure I'd have to look it up, but it was very well done. I, I think a big improvement over the original. Uh, I guess you could also argue for your like, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, Beyonce was- and Donald Glover uh, in the film. I'm not sure. It's probably some unknown singer who sings it. But in the end credits, they have Elton John. Oh yeah, singing "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." So I guess that's a matter of personal preference whether you enjoy, you know, Elton John compared to Donald Glover and Beyonce. Uh, to me, that's a toss up.
2: Yeah, and and the, they also in the original movie, there's like a a little bit where they sing um, the lion sleeps tonight, Simone yeah. and Pumbaa, and mm-hmm. and in this one, they like. They make it like a whole musical number and it gets abruptly cut off with Nala attacking them, which is, I think was a really good sequence, too, because it's like <laughs> you get really into this into the music because it's longer than the original. You're like, oh, they can do a whole music number. And then Nala still shows up and attacks them. And it, and then that's another good like nature doc sequence where she's like hunting down Pumbaa and he's like and he's running away from her. But that, that was another good music number that that was updated.
0: Yeah. Interesting <laughs> thing about that song. That was created by a guy. I forget where so, uh, an African nation. It was something that he came up with, but then people in, I think the U S took it and he was like, never credited, never received any like payment huh. for that song. The, That's the, unusual
1: for the U S how <laughs> unlike them,
0: you know, and even in this film, uh, you know, no, unless it was maybe public outcry changed, uh, Disney's mind on this, but yeah, even this still like no recognition, still no payment for. Because uh, a lot of the lyrics are the language that he spoke. I don't know off the top of my head what language uh, the song is. The Wimbleway—that's like a kind of like a chant or what have you there. And um, yeah, I just thought uh, that that was that was interesting. And the other thing I guess is the writers. Uh, I guess small small point of of controversy is. Uh, uh, the 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 people who originally wrote the uh, the Lion King the 1994 uh, animation didn't get any credit, even though the story is mostly the same and you have some lines uh, taken directly well, from they, that script. It
2: didn't get didn't get a credit for the 2019 version.
0: Yeah, for the 2019.
2: That's weird. 2019 they, yeah, oh. they used so much of the original dialogue, like like the like the everything the light touches scene is like word. For
0: That's word pretty the much same word for word. Theme. Yeah. Huh. So there were some things like that where I remember the, the, the bad, writer, bad one of the writers, was you know obviously complaining about it, being like, "Hey, where's my, uh, where's my piece here?"
1: He wants the shout out, like we did the water.
0: Well, I think he wants <laughs> the, wants the money. He wants a little more than the shout, out. <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> you know they did take whatever it was he originally contributed, but I guess mm-hmm. that comes down to something beyond the scope of this. That comes down to like contract uh law and copyright and bleh, a big mess
1: i was shocked they got head zimmer to come back for the the music that's that's pretty interesting well, i guess that's why it was an improvement right if you get the same person who made it in the first place and then tell them hey can you update this a little bit and he's like yeah for sure
0: yeah i got you no worries no worries but yeah i did like the music that's the one one of the areas like just the songs mm. uh, themselves the actual orchestration like during the scenes all like really well done uh, i
1: read i was reading that like apparently i just can't wait to be king mm-hmm. it's just like i mean not like at least the the visual in the movie is just them kind of like knowledge Simba kind of running around in this desolate kind of landscape were you okay with that even with the music
0: well that's what i was like saying before they because of their uh. approach to realism slash naturalism you don't have mm-hmm. like the fantastical elements of a musical, an animated musical about lions, like and other animals talking and singing. You don't have the surrealistic, you know, yeah. motif or choreography that all the animals do. Because again, they'll make these like pyramids and get all on up. And you, you so know, the you music lose.
1: itself was a The okay, music, but yeah, the presentation... yeah.
0: Presentation, yeah, that's where it kind of falls off. But I'm just talking about the actual like songs, yeah, their production, yeah. orchestration, the actual singing is all very good. So it's the one part oh, where sure. it still holds up, it's still enjoyable, it's still fun.
1: And especially, like, with music produ- music production, right, like, that's something where the technological advancements would not detract from the thing, right? Like, we've only gotten better at recording music and making music in the studio well, now so. versus, like, 1994.
0: It's, like, probably the one thing, I guess, that saves the film ultimately is because, uh, I, I guess going back to, like, why would they make, a remake part of it is yes obviously to make money but i think to capitalize on the people who were young kids when mm. this movie came out are now adults and probably have kids of their own so you can go oh i saw it. let's go watch that because i saw the original as a kid right it's probably one of it but and so the songs obviously are i think a big hallmark of the film and you can make this argument for other disney musical films it's the songs that really carry. I guess the nostalgia, or whatever forward, yeah, so that kind of I guess saves it a little bit because they don't really touch touch those okay, on that note, I have been your podcast person, Pavlo also known as J Pav, also known as Pav, also known as Pavi, and again with me today, fellow podcast people Dexter and Alex. Me. And this has been another episode of the all new, all different aim for the bushes. So do you guys have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? You know, we do. Oh, I knew it was coming.
2: Yeah. So uh, things uh, timeline wise work out uh, well, because I think around when this is coming out, either like the same week or the following week, Pavlo's episode of October and Fish is coming out
1: oh my god yes um,
2: which is if you want to just listen to him go to which episode 15 of october jones and fish with legs i'd recommend, recommend at least going thing. i'd recommend <laughs> at least going to episode 13 if you want some context yes um, or if you
0: haven't listened listen from the beginning and catch up
2: yeah it's a good
1: show uh alex describe it it's cool well there's a human girl there's a fish with legs Thing. what more it's could you want
2: it's <laughs> a podcast by the way i don't think we mentioned it
0: is a podcast
2: it's a
1: podcast available
0: a... where you can probably find this podcast so
1: yeah whatever app you're on just go on October. over and fish it's funny. it's funny it's uh heartfelt and i i made all the music for it it's really cool yes, yeah Alex really made good all music. The
0: music
2: there's really good music in that episode with pablo it's when you have your your really sweet organ music thank Ooh, you Dexter
0: okay. I'm, I'm excited to hear it because I, even I have not heard the episode yet so be on the lookout for that October Jones and Fish With Legs like I said wherever you find podcasts but that'll do it for today's episode so thank you everyone for listening we appreciate everyone who listens from all over the world which is always except blows my mind except for that Listener. one person yeah that's
1: right Carl you know who you are <laughs>
0: But yeah, uh, if you enjoy this episode, give us a rating if you listen on a platform that allows you to rate episodes such as Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Uh, Let everyone know how you like to aim for the bushes. So tell us what you think about Lion King.
2: (laughs) I like to aim for your bushes, if you know what I mean. Hey, (laughs) oh.
0: oh he went there he went there (laughs) so we're gonna end this before we get into some trouble probably everyone please stay safe peace